Hello, fellas. Morning or afternoon or evening or I would say midnight, but I guess that's still considered morning. But anyway, uh, whenever, however we are listening, thank you for, for listening. Um, and this episode is, of course, about Mac 10. No, not the gun, although that's a pretty effective gun despite it being nerfed in Warzone. Uh, it's ridiculous. I absolutely hate it. I have my own problems with it. But, however, this is about the other Mac 10. Uh, this is Mac Jones coming from Alabama. And having watched tape over him, having and seen how he's competed, having seen the decisions that he has made, there's still obviously more tape to get through and get through and get through. Uh, but seeing my uh, evaluation of him, uh, it's very difficult for me to say that he's better than Tua because both he and Tua, I argue, have similar arm strength, which is that Tua is more athletic compared to Mac Jones, and they're surrounded nearly identical weapons. I mean, Tua had Devonta Smith last year. Now, Devonta went off this year with Mac Jones, had 20 uh, receiving touchdowns, uh, had over like 1,700 yards receiving-wise, and over 100 receptions, so he, he went off this year. But the previous year with Tua, Tua also had Jerry Judy and Henry Ruggs to throw to. And those guys were absolutely monsters on the perimeter, and they're one of the fastest receivers in the league. And now you're seeing to Miami, who was ranked 33rd in yards per attempt, which was 6.4, but yet Fitzmagic or Fitzpatrick, Ryan Fitzpatrick, was like 8.7, I believe, something like that. Uh, a high number for yards per attempt, and he was in the middle of the league. So, and again with the same weapons, Miles Gaskin, Devontae Parker, other various weapons, Mike Kosicki, again, the same people too. So you kind of ask yourself, well, what was so great about Tua that made him get picked at number five? And what's so good about or great about Mac Jones that he may be like the second or third quarterback to be selected. And you know, to be honest, I don't think I don't think they're that different. But I think what gives Mac Jones an advantage here for this draft c- class is I argue he's he's the second best quarterback available uh, behind Trevor Lawrence. I think Trevor Lawrence is an it pick, like the the it. Uh, Not it factor. I don't believe in it factor because it factor doesn't describe anything to me. When I'm saying it, I'm saying in regards to he's got great footwork, great arm strength, great athlete, has been a starter for three years at four years, I believe, at Clemson. I believe he's a senior quarterback. Um, Has led Clemson to multiple national championships, multiple ACC championships, has been the Heisman conversation before. Really could be the greatest quarterback coming out of Clemson since Deshaun Watson. So in my eyes, he's definitely number one pick here. But then the next quarterback, a lot of people are saying Zach Wilson from BYU. Uh, BYU. BYU. Fuck. BYU is not a football powerhouse, although they've had some players get drafted from there, such as Taysom Hill. 
but it's definitely not a great quarterback school either. And Zach Wilson is one of the best athletes coming out of this class at the quarterback position, no doubt about it. Uh, but he has questionable reads. His vision isn't that great. Not in terms of like seeing things like reading words from a book, but rather seeing the vision, seeing the coverages, both pre-snap and post-snap, able to process. He doesn't have, from what it seems on film, not the greatest process uh, in terms of reading dif- defenses. Justin Fields, great athlete. Same thing was similar to Zach Wilson. And then Trey Lance. I argue he's a good quarterback, but he's coming from North Dakota State University. Now, granted, Carson Wentz also came from that program, but an advantage to Carson Wentz is he's a far bigger and athletic dude compared to Trey Lance. And at one point, Carson Wentz was in the MVP conversation. So could Trey Lance succeed in the NFL? I believe so, but I'm not putting him in my in top three. I'll put him at four or five. And I'll put even Zach Wilson below Trey Lance. So I do think what's great for Matt Jones is that he's the second best quarterback here. A lot of people thought Tua was the second best quarterback coming out, or maybe even the best quarterback coming out of the draft. But I would put, and not just speaking from from a season that's already happened, but even before the season began, I was putting Joe Burrow and Justin Fields not Justin Fields, Justin Herbert ahead of Tua right before draft night. So again, it's kind of difficult to evaluate Mac Jones considering that Tua's had the same weapons, and both Mac Jones and Tua had the same arm strength. So what separates Mac Jones from Tua and what is going to convince teams to draft Mac Jones to, and to feel like Mac Jones is a, is a great quarterback? I think what's got for Mac Jones is I argue he's got better anticipation throws and better anticipation overall compared to Tua. But again, what's helped Tua is that he's got a great athleticism before the leg injury, and I think he's going to get that mobility back and back as he gets healthy and healthy and and healthier uh, throughout his career. As long as nothing, as long as anything else doesn't happen. And I think Tua's got great mechanics, and I think Mac Jones has similar mechanics. And a positive thing going for both quarterbacks is that at least for Alabama, uh, they've had quarterbacks stay in the NFL for several years. And as for Ohio State, I can't name a quarterback drafted from Ohio State that's currently with an NFL team. I cannot other than... Dwayne Haskins, but we, we all know he got cut by the Washington football team and is now with the Steelers as like a third-string quarterback. And we consider him a bust. So that's where I can see Justin Fields being a bust because Ohio State is not known for quarterbacks. Ohio State is known for their perimeter guys as well as defensive backs and running backs. Now... Another positive note is that Mac Jones had basically a career year at Alabama and helped them win a national title, despite how turbulent the season was given COVID. 
So there's that. Now you can make an argument that Mac Jones is the hot guy of the Avengers, <laughs> or he is the Batman of the Justice League. You know, if he's the hot guy of the Avengers, sure, he's the he's a good uh, teammate. Uh, he's an effective hero, uh, but is being carried by other teammates like Captain America, Iron Man, Hulk, Black Widow, and Thor. And even Black Widow has her own movie, which has not been released yet. Hawkeye doesn't have his own movie. Matter of fact, his daughter is the lead role. Is going to be the lead character in that uh, that Hawk Girl film, I believe. Yeah, it was like Hawk Girl or Hawk Guy film, something like that. Uh, but he's not the lead role. So that's the comparison here. Is that Hawk? Uh, is that um, Mac Jones is the Hawkeye? of the Alabama football team and is being carried by other various weapons, teammates that are just dudes on the perimeter and are just amazing players. Or you could argue he's the Batman of the Justice League where he can hold his own weight and is still surrounded by uh, fantastic players. And I say that because he's won the national championship and to to a didn't. In this final year with Alabama. Granted he had to compete against Joe Burrow. To at least not lose. And Mac Jones didn't have to compete against Joe Burrow. So I think the biggest thing. To. To to keep note of. Is. Mac Jones has similar talent to Tua. When Tua was with Alabama. The previous year. But Mac Jones also won a national championship. Tua did win a national title uh, in his freshman year. He led Alabama to another national title, only to lose to Trevor Lawrence. He then led Alabama halfway through the year undefeated and then lost to Joe Burrow and then got injured. And then Mac Jones has never been a starter up until Tua's injury from the previous season and then a full-time starter this past year. So again, it's very difficult to evaluate Mac Jones due to the guys he has on the perimeter. But another good thing going for him is that he's got great anticipation, great anticipation throws or anticipatory throws. And he doesn't make terrible reads. So I firmly believe he is the second-best quarterback in this draft class. And I believe any team that's going to pass on him may suffer for that. So, we'll definitely see how the draft night goes when we get closer to that date in April. Um, I'm very excited to see how the draft turns out, but I do believe Mac Jones is a good quarterback, but barely. I would put him above Justin Fields, Trey Lance, and Zach Wilson. So, those are my thoughts about Mac 10 over here. Um, I do hope y'all days continue to go well, and I'll be out with another episode next week. Um, not sure what that episode is going to be about just yet. I've had some ideas, so no uh, spoilers or no no uh, potential uh, what the next episode is going to be about. But I'll certainly keep y'all updated on when the next ep- episode will be out. So thank y'all again for listening, and uh, I'll catch y'all soon.